Oh, okay. <laughs> there we go. Hi, I'm Raymond, and you're listening to Insert Quest here. Uh, today we're doing an online game. Uh, we're doing this over Skype. Uh, this is for a new uh, Fate system called Gods and Monsters, where you play as a god in your own pantheons and whatnot. Um, this is going to be a campaign. Don't really know how long it's going to go for, but we'll see what happens. Uh, it's actually being run by uh, Ryan. Uh, Hello. Yeah, so Ryan, why don't you tell us about what we're going to be doing today? All right. Um, well, hey everybody, I'm Ryan. I'm going to be running the game tonight. Um, <clears throat> I figured that uh, we could just start off with uh, something something simple, um, maybe a bit exploratory with a little bit of a, a light conflict. Um, so what we've done here uh, is we have created... Uh, sort of our own uh, blank slate world with its own unique history. Um, and it is sort of primed for a divine conflict between an old pantheon and the new usurping pantheon. Uh, so why don't you guys go ahead and introduce your characters and we can, you know, say a little bit of relevant history of the world. All right, Raymond, cool. you can go first. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so I am playing Zun Quibslay, uh, the flowing waters of time. Uh, I am a god of dreams, mischief, changeability, uh, time, and also water. Uh, I played a pretty key role uh, in the fall of the Decadent Ones, the previous Pantheon. Um... Uh, uh, and as a result of uh, breaking out a fellow new god from a divine prison, I am no longer allowed uh, to escape prisons. I have a magical thing that prevents me from doing so. Okay. Alright, and I'm Eric, a.k.a. Punk Rock Legend Rhythm Bastard. Um, my character is called is uh, Kindunos, aka the Wings of War. Uh, he is a military leader. He's a very aspiration. He's a divine hero, really. Um, he can fly. Uh, he's a bit eager to leap to conclusions, but he is very skilled in combat. And um, <clears throat> his role in the overthrow of the decadent ones was that he's actually the brother of one of the old gods and served the lieutenant in his army. However, whereas Kindunos liked to get up and be a brawler and join the fray, the decadent god that shall not be named, certainly for lore reasons and not because we haven't come up with one yet, um, <laughs> preferred to lead from behind and let others do the work for him This and causing a lot of deaths. Uh, we disagreed, so... You know, we fought, and when the new gods came around, I was like, you want him? Here he is. And that's how I joined the Pantheon. Cool. Where um, the new Pantheon are also gods of uh, survival, uh, resilience, and endurance. Uh, I so... believe we also said strength and fortitude, right? Yeah. So, like... And did you guys... Did, did we ever decide upon a, a name for the new Pantheon, or are we just going with uh, the gods of all that good stuff? Um, I think we'll come up with something soon. I, yeah, I just wanted to, yeah. Uh, so, like, 
mythologically, my role is to teach people that they need to be cunning. They need to see through tricks. And also, you really need water to survive. <laughs> it's super important. Like, what, like we're like, what, 9% water? That's a lie. I mean, we, you know. 9%? Yeah. Well, like, yeah, go ahead. Your, your characters are gods, so you can be anything you like. But for the mortals of the world, yeah, water's... Water's kind of important. I'm right. like I'm Only like 100% water, and yet I don't look it. <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, how uh, after Dionysus invented wine, they invited him to join the Pantheon. Like, bro, this is some sick shit. You want to hang with us? Uh, I guess for us, it would be whoever invented coffee. So if you hear a large, if you hear a slurping sound, that's me. Nice. Um, so... Uh, how do we begin, Ryan? Um, I figured that we would begin uh, with, in, in sort of uh, Apocalypse World Engine style in Fate, uh, with a question. Um, so this, y- either one of you can answer this, uh, and you can answer it on behalf of the whole Pantheon, or you can answer it on behalf of just your characters. Um, so the question that I have for you is, your followers are celebrating a feast day. Uh, what occasion have you marked as sacred? How do your mortal worshippers honor the holiday? Um, and do you participate in the festivities? And if so, how? I actually have followers as one of my two starting stations. Cool. I have the water singers uh, who believe that uh, through singing to the lands around them, they are able to draw up water uh, from beneath the surface, which is not necessarily true, but I let them believe it. Um, and I guess, I mean, based on what we discussed earlier, Ryan, you know, with the character building thing, that I sort of have followers um, in a suspended city by where the gods are imprisoned. Right, the temple between... of the one true warrior? Yes. I think, no, hell, what is it called again? No, the the outpost the of outpost. the true warrior. That's right. Yes, and it's a top. It's a suspended city, you know, held up by these mighty spires. And if you can climb your way up it, you're considered worthy of being a warrior of Kindunos. All right, I, uh, I can so... I can think of a, a festival that might be related to that. Sure. All right, so let's um, go with it. It could be that um, once per year. Uh, there is a great party held, a great festival held beneath the uh, pillars or whatnot, uh, right. where where the where tribes from all around the region gather uh, and send uh, their greatest warriors uh, to try and ascend uh, the great uh, pillars or whatever it is to climb up to the great yeah. outpost. Um, and it's, uh, I think it would be interesting uh, if it's not even, I, I assume it's hard to climb this thing. So I, I think it'd be interesting if it's not just about, uh, it's not just about getting to the top. It's about the fact that you were willing to try. Yes. It's like that pursuit of perfection. Perfection cannot be achieved. Uh so, uh, just the uh, aiming for it uh, is a worthy cause. 
So even if you die, you have a place of honor. Yeah. Uh, just in just in making the attempt. Yeah. Right. And it proves that you're not, you know, you're willing to go out there and try to make a difference in the world. Or try. Yeah. I think yeah. even if you don't die, like, you're still revered because you, you, you made the attempt. Like, you know, like the people who, you know, run a marathon, but they run it in, like, 80 hours. It's like, well, you tried. Right. You did more than I did. I just sat here drinking and watching you climb this mountain. Um, So, so, uh, one, you said this happens once per year. Um, Do you guys do this on the anniversary of your triumph over the decadent ones, or... Uh, is there some other occasion that you've decided to... I, th- I think it's uh, uh, not tied to that. I think it'd be interesting if it was just like a random... Let's see. Autumn's your, autumn is your harvest season, so... Because I was thinking of that. Like, I was thinking, like, okay, it's, I mean, like, the foregone conclusion, but I'm, I'm, look, I'm curious to hear your reasoning. I was going to say, a... um, there's not... You don't... You can't harvest... In summer, because your shit's still growing. So, right. what if it's in a, a festival that happens in summer that, like, uh, it's tied to? Uh, well, we don't we don't have any wars at the moment, so this is like uh, this is how we get our our uh, our jonesing. Like, how, how, it, like this is the okay. So it's like peacetime, a reason for us to stay in shape. There's yeah. a there's a certain pass okay. through the jagged peaks. Uh, that only clears of snow and becomes passable uh, for maybe a couple of days in the summer. So they, uh, as soon as they see those snow lines receding, everybody packs everybody... up camp and yeah. treks up the mountain. All right. Um, so you said that everybody, you know, there's there's like a feast, uh, maybe in the, in the foothills of the mountain, uh, yeah. to see everybody off. Yeah, like a Burning Man or something like that. Oh man. That sounds like fun. Okay. Yeah. Is this uh, in the so Jagged the, Mountains? Probably somewhere near the foothills. Because the Jagged that, Mountains uh, is where the rapids of Zun are. <laughs> okay. All right. I just um, was thinking about that. That's uh, that's another one of your one of your stations, isn't it? Yeah, that's the station that my boon is currently tied to. Okay, uh, so this, we can... Yeah, it's this, uh, it's a river, it's a part of a river, it's really uh, dangerous, um, because it, the rapids are not always there, uh, and it is believed to be associated with this evil water spirit called Zun, which is really just me, but I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, what are water spirits ever nice? You gotta, you gotta have that plausible deniability as yeah. God. Oh no, that's not me. That's that's that other guy. That's uh, be... that's the evil spirit Zun. Can't trust right. Zun. I'm Zun Quipslay. It's completely different. <laughs> All right. Uh, so since since we've got you know ultimate con- authorial control over the geography in this world, so why don't we we'll create. Um, uh, sort of like a sort of like a plateau uh, with a long line of stone steps uh, etched into the side of the mountain, leading up, um, overlooking the rapids of Zun. Why not? Because sure, we convenience. can. Yeah, convenience. Um, and the the plateau is set right up against the the area where the mountains start to get really treacherous, um, and you can see there's a 
uh, sort of a little makeshift village uh, set up by all of the peoples who have gathered to send off their greatest warriors. Um, the since we're since we're going with sort of a sort of a Burning Man theme, I'm guessing that they they build it and take it down every year when they do this. Uh, and it, every year it turns out a little differently. There's maybe a, maybe a different theme, uh, but this is a sacred place, so they're not allowed to leave any evidence that they were ever there. Yeah, that's um, yeah. so the the uh, the peoples are are feasting and toasting their greatest warriors one by one, reading off their deeds. Um, what are the two of you doing? Uh, I am wondering. Uh, through the camp, uh, looking for opportunities to, you know, impart important life lessons. And I'm using my ever-changing water forms to appear as a uh, young girl, uh, probably no older than eight. Okay. Um, so when you say that you're you're looking for opportunities to impart life lessons, you mean things like bad decisions that you can nudge over the edge? Yeah, or, I'm gonna you know uh, I'm gonna teach people lessons about hubris. Okay. Like um, for example, anyone who's drunk just happens to fall off just a little bit too high. Yeah. And there's there's a lesson: don't get drunk. Yeah. Why? So okay. In that case, there is a there is a, a great warrior um, from from the somber scrubland, um, a, a very well built, hard looking, grizzled guy, um, wearing wearing furs and chewing on what appears to be a long stalk of mushroom grass, um, and he is he is bragging about how he's going to be the uh, first the first one to reach the outpost. Um, no one has a chance but him. Uh, and as he, as he's saying this, uh, he, he sets down his, uh, cup of mead, um, and he begins urinating over the side of the cliff into the rapids. Oh, oh, can I use these, can I use my boon? Actually, no, uh, I don't yeah. want to use my boon. I'm gonna use bear, uh, I'm gonna use, uh, water cycle, which is one of my stunts. Um, because I'm connected to all the world's water, I can manifest it at will for a minor environmental aspect. Um, the wind blows his urine back against him, uh, and the rocks he's standing on, uh, making his pants damp, which distracts him, and the rock slick with water. All right. Uh, do you do you need to roll for that, or is that I probably should? Your... I could use my flowing uh, waters of time. Uh, sure, you can. Uh, you know what? Uh, go ahead with. I would call that subtle. You know, because you're not like having a great wave crash on him or anything. You're just giving him a nudge over the precipice. So that's plus two, uh, and I do have a dice roller up because I don't own any fudge die. Hang on. Um, How many side dice do we need? Like it's typical D twenty. Uh, no, it is. Uh, hang on a sec. I will. I will send you a link. Okay. That's uh, uh, not what I wanted to copy. I got a total of four. All right. 
Tools. Uninterruptible. <laughs> oh dear. Um, so the warrior tries to stabilize himself on the edge, uh, but he rolled a minus one. Uh, so you got five shifts on him, uh, Zonquib Slay. I will let you narrate his untimely demise if you so choose, or just his mild embarrassment. The warrior, uh, start his pee slicking his, uh, his pants. Uh, he, uh, stumbles back a bit and he's sort of raking his hands, uh, along them trying to get his pants dry. And he slips on the slick rock falls over uh, and cracks the back of his head on the rock. It's not enough to kill him, but he will not awaken for several days. The, uh, the, rest, of the, the rest of the party uh, erupts in a, in a mixture of uh, mirth and concern. Uh, those who are, you know, who are eager to see him brought low laugh while his his friends and fellow tribesmen uh, rush to his aid and and begin to um, tend to his his cracked skull. Um, Eric, I I put a link to Roll Z in the in the okay. chat. All right. In order to roll, it it, it uh, rolls four fudge dice. So. Okay. Uh, in the roller, you type 4U1. Okay, 4U1. Mm-hmm. And think... that'll give you that'll give you a random number between 0 and 1 four times and add it together. Or between the a... negative 1 and 1. I think I have a okay. better thing for him to use. Okay. Um, bam. So this one Insane. is just fudge dice. Fudge dice, gotcha. So you just click roll them all, and it'll give you plus, it'll give you a bunch of pluses, pluses and, minuses and minuses or blanks. If they're blanks, you make no modifications. If they're pluses and minuses, you add them all together. So like pluses okay. give you a one, and then you add the ones. So like for instance, for that last roll, I rolled three pluses, one negative, which means that I got a net total of two. Okay. Because two and of them cancelled each other out. Right. And then I had a plus two to the roll because of my attribute of subtle. And if he if he had so chosen, he could have uh, spent a fate point to invoke one of his aspects to give him a further plus two, uh, or to re-roll if it's a if it's a personal aspect. How many fate um, points should we have? Which I assume go in refresh. Uh, three. Unless you bought more than three stunts, you have three fate points. No, I only bought three stunts. All right. Uh, so Zunquib Slay is. Uh, Amusing herself now uh, by cracking skulls and uh, bringing low the uh, the mighty. I'm um, laughing along with all of the rest of the camp goers. Kindunos, what are what are you up to? So usually at this point, I'm behind the you know I'm I'm at least in a very high position where the mortals can't see me. Just kind of watching, seeing you know, kind of like evaluating in the back of my mind, setting up the odds. I see. Zoon Quib, repeat that again. Zoon Quib Slay. Okay, I just want to make sure I've got that. I'm writing it down. Zoon Quib Slay. And I see a warrior who, he's not the most arrogant, I mean, he's not the most likable. I would, I guess, put up with him. But And then I see Zoon Quib Slay doing his thing where it blows his pee and he slips and falls. 
and I kind of look over to him and I'm like, oof, you know, you, you could have left him to me. I'd really prefer that next time. Do you want to whisper that on the winds or something? Uh, yeah, we'll do that. Do you, are you, uh, is Kendunos, uh, embodied right now or is he just sort of, uh, hanging on the winds or, uh, lurking in the shadows somehow? I'd say, I mean, up in the clouds, I guess. That's, that's the best view. All right, so Zunquipslay, uh, you you look up and uh, you see you are being watched by an enormous pair of eyes in the clouds. I'm just going to sort of smile at it, uh, and then I'm going to dance off uh, through the uh, crowd. Uh, and as I get into a denser part of the crowd, I will change into a tortoise. Uh, which is one of my recognized forms, and I will slowly wander uh, towards the edge of the encampment. Okay. Okay. So, wait, wait we can, can we, we change appearances? I didn't know this was part of the rules. I, I have that as one of my aspects, ever-changing water forms. It was the best way I could think to th- uh, think of it, to have it. I okay. think, uh, I think... Most gods can pretty much – it's pretty much assumed that they can make themselves corporeal or not. All right. I don't um, really – if... I don't expect to get any, like, mechanical benefits for changing my form. It's just a cosmetic thing because you can appear right. as, like, anything you want as your baseline god. Okay. Oh, um, that bush is on fire. Okay. Like I this game is a lot – Looser than what I'm used to for RPGs. So I'm just yeah. trying to like. So if I ask a lot of silly questions, I'm just trying to you know kind of like feel it. my way out. Yeah. This is yeah. the most fatey version of fate I have played so far because I've played yeah. this Atomic Robo and Base Raiders. Oh, I love Atomic Robo. I haven't played the game yet, but I love the comic. Anyway, so all right. So I take the form of an eagle. Why not? Um, Wings of War, and then I kind of fly over to the edge of the encampment as well and perch myself on top of a tree. All right. Do you guys want to interact at all? Because I'll let you talk to each other for a bit. before. Yeah, we, we talk in our godly okay. ways at one another. All right. An excellent party, as per usual. Thank you very much, though I do hope that you leave the arrogant ones to me next time. He was peeing. In the rapids of Zud. Such hubris I cannot abide. Oh, no, 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 no. But you see, if you really want revenge for hubris, wait until he's almost at the very top. Then, let's say, one of his handholds just so happens to give out. Mm, That would have been tempting. But then he still gets the glory for having attempted the climb. Whereas this way... He will be asleep too long to even try the climb. He will certainly be the last to arrive. Yes. Yes. Or, even better yet, you see that smaller one, the smallest among them, from the city of Melitus. Ah, I think I see them. Describe to me more what they look like. (laughs) It's okay. 
subscribe to me more. It's not a very large sort of fellow. I mean, granted, Melitus is known more for its agriculture than for its warriors, but he's a scrappy young one. Imagine if you, the biggest brute from Akros, decide make your way up to the tree and you're beaten by the littlest, littlest, most scrawniest run from a farming city. He succeeds. You fail. Imagine what that'll do to you. Yeah, we'll say we'll say why not. There's a there's a, uh, a a young man, maybe about fourteen or fifteen years old, very scrawny, uh, wearing the the uh, peasant rags of a of a poor farmer, standing among the warriors, uh, and he's dwarfed by each and every one of them. Well, I was just—I was just using that as, uh, uh, oh, see, I was just kind of using that as like a general point. Yeah, but the important back in character, but it's the important thing is is that he tried. I I went with it because I was sensing some kind of divine yeah. bet. Yeah, that yeah, that could happen. Right. All right. Well, if you guys, uh, if you guys aren't going to get into any any other shenanigans, um, yeah. Hey, uh, yeah, I mean, we we could we, we could make a bet. You want to make a bet? There's no, there's nothing in it for me as a as a character. Yeah, none yeah, of my right. follow none of my followers are here to prove themselves because this isn't the kind of thing yeah. they do. That's true. They're off singing at, at rocks, hoping for them to sweat. <laughs> well, that's what you do when you live in the desert. True mm. that. All right. Okay, then, then, All right. then strike the bet from the record. Continue on, no, Ryan. No divine bets. Right. Um, the uh, the gathered company uh, is is in the middle of uh, their their honoring ceremony. Uh, they have they have just announced the name of the last warrior, uh, and an enormous cheer rings through the crowd. Um, however, at that exact moment, the wind kicks up. Um, since we're since we're going with kind of a Burning Man theme, there's an enormous bonfire, um, and it it swells and and uh, billows and then uh, shrinks, um, and and nearly goes out. Um, all of the all of the torches around the encampment extinguish themselves, um, and you can all feel the chill of death settle over the camp. Um, you guys recognize this as an indication that the god Yat, uh, Yat, what's his name? Sorry. Yat Rendreth is now in attendance. Is that one of the other players? Uh, that was Brandon's character. Yeah, I sort yep, of, yep. uh, I, I commandeered Brandon, his character. Brandon told me about this on your Sunday. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, Rendis is, yeah, Rendis is the god of death. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's sort of he's sort of a, a bureaucratic god. Uh, he he judges the dead by uh, some kind of uh, abstruse criteria and judges whether or not they're uh, worthy. Um, and if they are, then he allows them to to stay in his uh, in his fields uh, where their where their spirits. Uh, slowly rejoin the universe, and if not, he casts them out into the bloody bog, where they wander forever, 
uh, unfulfilled and tortured. Him and I have a bit of a shared mythological background in that how I got him on our, our side during the war was that I brought into existence a new means of death. I brought waterborne disease, which is another one of my stunts, bad water. I can taint any water within my sight. Okay. So uh, he he sidles up uh, so silently you two almost didn't notice him, but he's, he's just there all of a sudden. Um, and I don't really remember what uh, Brandon's character description was, so I'm just going with this. Um, he is uh, 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 what is the the word? He's an androgynous type of character uh, with very pale skin, uh, bald, uh, thin, and gaunt. Uh, he has a he has a large book that he carries around with him, um, and it is chained to him. Um. As uh, he walks towards us, I, I, uh, my turtle form, tortoise form, dissolves away, and then the water uh, sloshes around and twirls into the air, uh, and then I reform a uh, a thin uh, man uh, with skin the colour of golden sand. Uh, matted, uh, fire, uh, matted, uh, bright blue, uh, hair, uh, and a simple, uh, loincloth of, uh, pale grey, uh, around my waist. Uh, and I say, ah, what, what a pleasure it is to have your company here. Then I detransform out of my eagle form um, into a into a broad-shouldered winged man. He uh, you notice he ha- he is wearing standard soldier's armor. Uh, chains are wrapped around both of his fists and forearms, and he is wearing like essentially like medieval, not not quite medieval, but like a what could be considered. Pilot's goggles over his eyes. How strange! Says, I hope you, yes. I hope you don't plan on interfering with the tests today. Alas, I haven't much time for revelry. I I wasn't even aware that there was a feast day. He glances over at the uh, the little makeshift village uh, where the the people are all uh, rushing. Uh, inside their makeshift uh, shelters as, as fast as they possibly can because they can sense uh, the ill omen that the presence of death uh, indicates. Um, he, he sort of gives like a little half smirk uh, and then turns his attention back to you. Um, uh, I'm are, sorry. you are you perhaps here to offer judgment? Oh, I uh, I judge the dead as necessary, um, but unfortunately, I've come on old business. It uh, it seems that there may be a breach in our agreement. Um, for for the, those listening, uh, 
Yash Rindreth, rather, I'm sorry, is a uh, is greedy and susceptible to bribery, and you guys uh, won him over, as as Raymond said, by um, offering him, you know, death by water, pretty much. Um, so he's he's here because uh, something has gone something has gone wrong uh, with the terms of your agreement. He says. Huh. What? You, what we what haven't. You, where exactly as has our deal fallen fallen apart? We uh, we have an issue. Uh, you promised me very clearly that if I sided with you in the war against the decadence, uh, there would be no consequences uh, that would befall me or my lands, but I'm sorry to say that something has something has happened that I believe indicates we may still have a decadent on the loose. It's not possible. I thought we'd taken care of that. You can see they're imprisoned right beyond this ridge. My all-knowing, intelligent brother built that prison. That prison... That prison would hold me. There's no way we that one of the decadent ones escaped. Did we miss one? Uh, he he uh, points to you and he says that is assuming he points to you, um, Eric, and says yes. that that is assuming that all of the decadents were inside the trap when you sprung it. I believe you may have missed one. Uh, I don't. Have you seen Have you seen this decadent loose decadent one yet, or? I've seen the signs of his passage. Mm. Namely, that the dead have been rising from their graves. But not just any dead, just his dead. The diseased ones. Oh, Oh, I see. That's why you came to me. Right. Okay. Huh. You two need to take care of this, or we may have to reevaluate the terms of our contract. Right. I am going to collapse to the ground uh, and sit cross-legged, uh, but sort of in a slouching cross-legged, and sort of ponder my chin while I try to think of who this could possibly be. Um... And I am wrapping, and I, I am readjusting the chains around my fists, saying, "If there are dead rising, then we will make them re-dead. I will put them back in the ground personally." Let's see that you do. There are, he he chuckles quite a lot of them. Um, so Raymond, if you're if you're trying to figure out who this could possibly be. Um, I'm thinking would... of I'm thinking of my stunt patient when it counts because time flows okay. through me and I it once per session. Uh, I can accomplish a task with minim- minimal effort by waiting. So like I'm just gonna sit here and then all of a sudden something will happen and I'm like oh 
that's who it is. What happens is up to you. Um, and I don't know if I should roll or what for that. Yes. And can I make an intelligence check since I was lieutenant for my brothers in, as he was a decadent one? Would I know this person? Um, Clever or wise? I would say, I would say wise. For me? Yeah. Okay. So I've got wise at plus one. And let me just find the fudge roller. Uh, minus one. So that puts me at zero total. Dang. Okay. Um, so you can, you can succeed at cost if you want to, and it's a, it's a small cost. Um, so I will give you this option. You can, you can succeed, uh, and take a minor consequence, uh, because, uh, this, this decadent who, um, who managed to evade your trap is particularly nasty and is not someone who can be attacked by brute violence, so he kind of scares the shit out of you. Mm. Um, so I will let you take a minor consequence uh, related to, you know, being a little bit frightened or on edge, however you want to word that, if you want to succeed. All right, each limitations breed creativity. I'll take the consequence. Okay. Uh, so you fill that in under your minor consequence, and you can phrase okay. that however you like. Just tell me, okay. tell me what it is. All right, uh, minor consequence. Where is the minor consequence? Down the bottom. Stress. Oh, okay. So, so it'd be mild then. Yeah. Okay. So, like I, I said, fill it out again, or it could it could be something related to, um, uh, you know. You being afraid or or being extra edgy or anything like that. Okay. All right. So um, let's see. No matter how loud the wind howls, the mountain cannot bow to it. Hmm. So that's a bit long, but yeah, something like that. So, so, then I'd the probably, so I mean, the way I'm thinking of it is because, you know, my character's supposed to be very eager to leap to conclusions and head into battle, and using brute force might right. not work on this guy, so he might as well, so maybe, like, you know, try to work on everything around it. Like, well, I can't hit you directly, so what can I hit? And that right. leads to reckless consequences. Okay. All right. Um... Uh, so you can take maybe maybe something having to do with like avoiding the conflict. Uh, like if you want, you could go after the dead that uh, Yatarendreth told you were rising from the graves. Right. Uh, but if you try to confront this thing directly, um, I can invoke that against you because you really don't want to because you can't fight that. Okay. All right. So I put that as what can I hit? The dead? Yeah, right. there you All go. Right. That works. Right. Um, so, um, uh, Raymond, uh, Zub, Zun, Zun, yeah, Zunquipslay, Zunquipslay, uh, plops down on the ground, uh, and, you know, just begins waits. studying, just studying the grass. Yeah. Um, 
For all intents and purposes, I am doing nothing while I slothfully wait for the answer to arrive. Um, and you catch sight of a rotten stump, uh, uh, the stump of a tree. Um, and you realize, you know, letting your gaze wander along the mountainside, um, a little ways down, um, you see an enormous, uh, patch of lichen, uh, growing where you don't think there really should be lichen. Um, and as you, as you follow this, this trail of, uh, rot and devastation, uh, you realize that it is going out of, over the ridge of the, uh, valley where you imprisoned the decadence. Um, so the two of you come to this simultaneous sort of, uh, realization, um, that the god you are dealing with, uh, was named Aksim Wan. Uh, and he was known as the Festering One. He was god of uh, plagues, uh, food preservation, uh, distilling spirits, and animal butchery. <sighs> yep. That sounds about right. Um, so the, uh, the, you know, the the... Butchers would would pray to him, uh, you know, and give sacrifice uh, so that he wouldn't infect their their meat with deadly diseases, um, and for obvious reasons, he was also god of uh, distilling spirits and uh, and of of disease. Um, and now that you now that you think of it, he was not accounted for um, when you rounded up all of the uh, decadent ones in your little trap. All right, I have an idea of how to lure him out. It's not going to be fun, though. Oh, Jackson Wan. I have a feeling what it's going to be. So, can you think of any? people that have, uh, or even animals, uh, that have defied your will lately? Who are you asking? Uh, Yacht Rindreth or, or, um... Kindunas. Kindunas. Any creatures who might have defied my will, um... Yeah, you know... I mean, there was that one time for me where well, that seaweed refused to bear fruit, oh, so I made it wither yes. and die. That kind of a thing. Right. Because then I can bring a plague upon these people, and that may lure out this decadent butcher. Hmm. Right, because you know that uh, the decadence fed on the uh, the worship of mortals. So if people started praying to him, that might lure him out. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it has been a particularly long winter, and the sheep have been rather lazy recently. 
They haven't been, they haven't this, been printing out the fleece like usually veal is going do. to go very poorly. Did you just say veal? Yes, veal. Veal's baby cow. Yeah. Oh, dang. All right. Uh, Lamb. No, Lamb. Steer. Yeah, sure, that one. <laughs> Lamb, because you said sheep. Yes, Baby sheep yes, is sheep. lamb. Slightly different cruelty there. Mutton is adult sheep. It's apparently tough. Uh, okay, mutton, yes. All right, that's what I was thinking of. Yes, yes, the mutton will go very poorly. It's been a long winter. Their coats have gotten too thick for uh, to shear, so no, we're unable to clothe the many. Very well. Let's go I'm punish. S- let's go punish some sheep herders. All right. Um, so, just for the sake of expediency, um, I will say that uh, since you guys, um, well, well, you we're gods, so we can like instantaneously yeah. travel yeah. unless there's a thing in our way. Right. Uh, let's. Uh, you you guys find uh, in. I'm trying to remember. Sorry, I'm switching between like the rolling three, hills, right? Three different documents. Yeah, it's uh, dunes. like the fields of time or something. Yeah, it was see Here not time. Is. Sorry, of black like, peace. The hills of serenity. Hills of serenity. All right, so uh, you you know that uh, there are there are some shepherds who uh, set their set their flocks out. Um, Set their flocks out to graze uh, at around this time of day uh, in the in the serene hills. Um, so, if you want, you can just instantaneously appear there. We uh, appear the, near their near their watering hole, where these sheep are drinking. So, you guys see the the hills are all sort of these uh, bizarre. Uh, it, it's it's a combination of like uh, a, if you've ever seen like a terraced terraced farm, uh, but you know completely completely wild and just interrupted uh, by by the grades of hills here and there, um, and in between them is a what can only be described as a stone labyrinth, um, and and people sometimes uh, wander through the maze. Um, as a as a form of meditation, uh, but you can see uh, on top of one of the hills at the watering hole, uh, there is a, a shepherd and his uh, his sheepdog um, grazing grazing their flock. So, what do you do? Very generic. Wait, which one of us are you talking? Oh, wait, just us talking in general. Talking to both yeah, of us. E- Either of you. Yeah. Either of you guys. Um, bad water. Bad water. Lake's poisonous. Okay. Yeah. Let's Once say, per session, uh, I have to spend a fate point or power point to taint the water I look upon. Okay. Um, um, and, and I'll use my wings... To, uh, to to blow the sheep in that, or try to like somehow convince the sheep to move in that direction. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so they are grazing right now. Yeah. Um, so, Raymond, you go ahead and you spend your spend your fate point. Um, yep. um, I was going to try and make a clever 
role um, to make the poison, uh, the the t- the tainted disease in the water, manifests in a ship in the sheep in such a way as to suggest um, the anger of a god of butchery. But I'm not quite sure. Maybe the meat. Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe like lacerations, like. Uh... They they start yeah. to uh, they yeah start to their their out. their skin rips open as if they were butchered by an amateur. All right. Um, um, so I'll make that clever. So yeah, roll. you you automatically get the uh, you automatically get the the taint um, based on your your stunt. Uh, so make a clever roll and see if it comes out the way you want it to. Four and four. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it it happens uh, just as you just as you describe, or at least it will when they drink from the water. Uh, so Eric, yes. uh, in order to drive the sheep uh, to the watering hole, mm-hmm. um, how do you how do you propose to do this? Are you using your wings? Yes. All right. I would say that is either mighty or bold. Um, it looks like I'm going to use bold for that since that's the higher stat I have. So. I'm going to roll it. I also think bold makes more sense than mighty. What's that? I said I also think bold makes more sense than mighty. Than mighty. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I got minus one off the roll, but but bold is plus three, so I'm overall, I'm plus two. All right, Um, and that that will be enough. Um, It's it's not a rousing success. There are there are some uh, some sheep who continue to graze, munch on the grass, Uh, but a few of them grow quite thirsty in the billowing wind that has just suddenly kicked up, and they walk over to the watering hole and begin to drink. Um, And within a few minutes, uh, you hear um, baas of uh, anguish as. The uh, the sheep begin to uh, split open um, and bleed profusely from their wounds, um, as if they had been clumsily butchered by a rank amateur. And uh, the the shepherd is is very distraught. Uh, he he uh, pretty much instinctively uh, you know starts uh, herding the rest of the flock away from the watering hole. Uh, the, the dog is, is barking. Um, I turn to my companion and I say to him, see now, if this God's goal is to get worshippers and be, uh, and be followed, he will see this opportunity and seize upon it. Uh, he will seed this area, uh, with whisperings of his name so as to draw upon the power of these humans. Like the weakling that he is. Mm. Um, you hear in the air the the faint buzzing of flies, uh, as if from a, a great distance. Yep, that's um, it. And you see on the horizon, uh, sweeping across the uh, across the plains, um, a, a gigantic uh, cloud of what can only be described as, as pestilence. Um, there, there are, uh, swarming insects just, you know, flying around inside it. Uh, it is like a, a choking fog, a miasma, 
um, and it is sweeping rapidly this way. Um, you guys can make me, I guess, uh, uh, a wise roll if you want to, uh, or, or yeah, wise. Uh, I will roll wise. Of... I am none wise normally, but I get three. Nice. Uh, I plus one, minus one from roll. I'm at zero. <laughs> All right. Um, Eric? Yeah. Um, you are, you are too, too spooked by what this thing is because you cannot fight it. Um, I will, uh, give you a fate point if you bail on this and immediately, immediately go looking for the, uh, the things that you can fight, the, uh, the army of undead that is supposedly, uh, somewhere around this thing. So you you are basically like leaving um Zunquib Slay. Zunquib Slay. Sorry. That's uh, right. Keep forgetting keep forgetting everybody's name. It's uh, a you, weird name. Yeah. Um you're basically leaving uh Zunquib Slay to his own fate and being like, "Okay, uh I'm going to go handle these things. Have fun dealing with that." But if you don't want to, you can give me a fate point and, you know, uh, you're you get a hold of yourself and shrug it off. Okay, and how many fate points do we start with? Three, three. Okay, so that would take you up to four, I believe, because you haven't spent any yet. No, I have not. So, so, so what's the the what's the gas? The gas. That's the thing you can't do. Right, okay. that's that's like a magical prohibition that you have. Um, it's it's. Well, would this consider like him fighting in my place or? No. Uh, not not necessarily. Because this you're, is a you're thing where a thing. okay, this is a thing we are both meant to be doing. So it's not uh, me fighting in your place. It's just me fighting right. without you. You're just okay. you're just gonna go handle the other aspect of it that doesn't freak you the fuck out. Yeah. Okay. Zun, I don't think this is. I don't think we can brute force can handle this. Can you take care of him, and I'll go take care of the undead that are plaguing the city. Um, sure. I'm reckless. Why not? Okay. okay. I, I don't say uh, I'm reckless. I just say sure. Okay. <laughs> Strike. I'm reckless from the record. Thank you. Um. Okay. So I go fly off and fight zombies. Um, and you know what? Uh, since since you made the bad decision to stay, then you can also have a fate point back because we you know do. you should you should probably be elsewhere right now. Um, so, Kinudos, uh, uh, Kinduno, uh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, you head off in search of of this uh, vast army of the undead. Uh, while Zunquibslay stands his ground against uh, Axim Wang. Axim Wan, the uh, cloud of pestilence. Um, so, Zun, your roll before um, your your wise roll that you you rolled at plus three. Um, this this cloud, uh, you you know that uh, from what you remember of Axim Wan, um, he was uh, he was. 
uh, a very a very eager god, but um, he was he was always very patient when it came to when it came to suffering. Uh, he would he would often wait and let a disease uh, flower and develop into something truly exquisite before he paid it any mind. Uh, he was never the the instant gratification type uh, in that regard. Um, so it's odd cloud, that he came here this quickly. Right. This this cloud here uh, is is booking it across the hills uh, as if. Um, some primal hunger has been uh, triggered within it. Hmm. Troubling. Um, so you have you have time to do probably like one thing to prepare yourself uh, before this thing descends on the uh, the sheep. With my wise and knowing who this is, did this guy have a lover? Mm, I can make I another roll if you want. I will leave that up to you, actually. Uh, if he if he did, uh, he, she, or they, or it is probably imprisoned in the Valley of the Decadence. Okay. Um, I'm going to use my... Sort of a combination, really. Um, because of my... Uh, ever-changing water forms, and my silver-tongued dream, uh, I'm going to attempt to appear as uh, the uh, queen, the high ruler of the decadent ones, uh, who uh, they, uh, her and uh, him have had a secret affair. Uh, And one of the, and the king, uh, one of the three main kings of the gods uh believed that one of his children uh his, one of his children was in fact not uh his children it was uh this butcher god and the queens uh but they is that they... why is that why he also ended up being god of plagues yeah <laughs> he got the shit job because uh, <laughs> because he had an affair with the boss's wife yeah bro not cool so, right, so let's let's. So I'm here. going let's... to pretend to be her, uh, projecting to try and try and confuse him using my silver tongue dream. Um, I I have a list of of names in the uh, places and names document. Uh, so I'm going to just pick one off of it. Uh, I think I'm going to name her Nanette. So right that here. is the. The queen of the uh, queen of the decadent gods, for for future reference. Nice. All right. Um, so I would say, um, Raymond, that would be a subtle role, and you can you can tag those aspects if you want. You can invoke them. All right. My silver tongue dream is normally is actually tagged as clever. Okay, so in that case, uh, go ahead. Um, because it involves, I mean, saddle works too. I could. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. 
I, I kind of figured disguise, but if if you're going with the uh, if you're going with the aspect that you the the fact that you have to pick the right person to impersonate, yeah. I think clever clever applies. Yeah. So uh, I will tag the aspect, which is another fate point, which takes me back down to two. Um, and, and since you um, since you uh, invoked one of your uh, what you call it your um, Ascendant aspects that generates a point of intention for you. Oh, um. So, what do I need to do for that? I go down to the intention section. All right. Um. So that takes you closer to. Let's see. Let me open your sheet. All right. Uh. So, clever, mighty. Um. So every everybody starts it at one. Uh, in their um, milestone track, uh, on the ascendant side of whatever you know, whatever uh, aspect, whatever approach rather from the from the pair is is higher. So for uh, so mine, that, it's subtle, clever, and swift. Right. Are at one. So that that moves you one space on the intention track closer to clever. Okay. So I, okay. Cool. Alright, um, so I'm now that blank box next to one, but before two. And yeah. as you as you get further along that track, if you hit two, you can start using your tier two boons, uh, but your, your guess uh, also gets stronger. Yeah, so like you have to um, bleed off intention into stations and stuff. Right, or you can just dump it into the environment. Uh, because if you hit the if you hit the last box and you have to um, you have to move your intention over again, then you become a monster and you lose control of yourself. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, yeah. So I am appearing as what was her name again? Nanette. Uh, Nanette. I am appearing as Nanette, uh, who was a very regal uh, figure. Um, quite. Uh, a large uh, woman, but still quite beautiful. Um, so yeah, I'm appearing uh, there did, as I wait for you, my lover to. How arrive. did you do on that roll? Oh right, sorry. Um, so it will be because it's invoked. Do I get a bonus? Yeah, you get a plus two. All right, so that will be uh, two. Plus my clever, which is three, which is five, plus another two is seven. Wow. All right. So it is a very convincing illusion. Um, if if um, you didn't know better, you would say that you were her yourself. Yeah. So because of the silver tongue dream, that should probably carry over into like talking to him as well. Because it's the tongued part. The dream part is what's making me appear as her, and the silver tongued is what's allowing me to talk to him. Um, but I'm happy second. to roll again yep. as we go. Sorry. Um, um, I I may need to relocate in a minute, guys. Um, I'm apparently being a little loud. Fair enough. Um, so let's uh, let's get to the end of the scene first. Yeah, um, cool. And then we can get you to another room or whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're, um, you're, you're 
form dissolves into uh, an a, an almost amorphous blob of water that then resculpts itself uh, into Nanette, queen of the decadent gods, and um, the uh, the shepherd and his and his dog uh, both flee in terror. The the healthy sheep uh, fleeing behind them. And the the sickly sheep are lying in the ground in um, bloody heaps, and this disgusting uh, rank cloud of disease settles over the hilltop. Um, and you hear a voice speak to you out of the the buzzing of thousands of uh, pestilent insects, um, and uh, it says. Nanette, my love, how did you escape? I have not escaped that prison, my beloved. I am merely reaching out to you across oceans of time. I, I tried, it says, I, I, I tried to, uh, to stop the usurpers before they... Before they sprang the trap on me, but but I was I was too slow. I I knew that if I revealed myself, uh, they would they would force me in as well. I've been I've been growing my my powers out in the out in the bloody bog, growing stronger every day. I will come for you, my beloved, and they shall pay. They shall pay dearly. Um, and then it settles over the uh, sheep, the the um, the cloud, and begins to devour them. Um, yeah. You you think at first because it it starts to uh, strip the wool and the and the flesh from the from the sheep, uh, but after a after a little. After a few seconds, the um, the sheep's uh, their their eyes, you know, rolling around in their heads, uh, stand. Um, but they don't stand on four legs the way sheep do. They they stand on on two legs, um, and the the filth uh, starts accreting in their hands in the shape of. Uh, a sharpened meat cleaver, uh, and oh. and then the sheep the sheep begin uh, marching off in the direction of the uh, valley of the decadence. Oh. Um, Tell me, my secret husband, what do you know of where we are imprisoned? Perhaps the knowledge you have can help us weaken it from the inside. I know. I know that, uh, that there is a, an artifact hidden here somewhere, somewhere among the, the hills, somewhere in the labyrinth that can set you free. Uh, it's, a, it's a stone flute. And if I play the right notes, it will free you from your prison. Uh, and then a a wisp of disgusting miasma reaches out of the cloud and caresses your cheek, Zun. Um, so, 
make me, I guess that would be bold to keep going in the face of that. Alright, I got a bold of one. I can do this. Nope. No, I can't. Minus one. <laughs> okay. Um, so I will, I will let you make a choice here. Um, you can succeed at cost. Um, the, the cost will be, I, I'll call it one stress. Um, because it's going to physically hurt you. Uh, or you can, you know, withdraw from his touch in disgust and probably tip him off. If, if not that you're not actually Nanette, that Nanette maybe is not quite so in love with him anymore. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fail. Okay. Uh, withdraw and be like, ugh! What hideous creature have you become? You, you shrink from my, from my touch. You, you always, you always did favor the king of the gods over me, lowly butcher. But, don't worry. Once I, once I set you free, once I, once I show you my, my new power, you'll fall in love with me all over again. I'm gonna try and turn a, 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 a failure into a, into a potential success in the future. I'm going to begin laying the seeds of, maybe this woman doesn't love me, and maybe I don't want to set her free, cause she's a bit of a bad person word. Alright. Uh, and I'm gonna be like, yes, set me and my husband's free. And then we can rebuild our kingdom. And of course, there'll be a place for you. And uh, that... It's going to be a lie within a lie. So I want him to think that she is lying about there being a place for him. Okay. Uh, I want him to think that he's so just going to be you're very, obvious, you're very obviously forcing it. Uh, all right, so he he is uh, he made a plus two to uh, see through your lie within a lie. So I would say uh, probably subtle for deceiving. All right. Um, let's see what I get. Yes, I get a four. Uh, so the first thing the the cloud pauses, uh, visibly hovering in air. Uh, and it says, "Wait, husbands, I thought that I was your I thought that I was your one true love we We don't have to let the others we don't have to let let the others out we can We could reign together, you and I once we once we put down the usurpers for good uh, that that's a brilliant idea, my beloved, but we are not omnipotent." We cannot control all of the world, just the two of us. We don't have that kind of power. We we need the others. I need the others. Do you want me to roll again? Uh, no, that's uh, he's he's still he's still processing that, and right, like you always you always were. 
You always did have the others eating out of the palm of your hand, and, and me too. But I must... He, uh, he casts about for a moment, uh, as uh, if... By the way, I don't expect for him to fall for this ploy now. I expect right. that as I encounter him over other games, I'm gonna need to reinforce this point. But I saw an opportunity to lay, lay the, a tactic. Lay the groundwork. Yeah. You've definitely put the seeds of doubt uh, in him, in you know, in his love and his his trust of you. Uh, but he he uh, the the flies, the voices of the flies, uh, mutter, um, you know, vows of eternal loyalty. That uh, you can tell that uh, you can tell that there's something else distracting him. Um, and then the you know. The, the cloud and the sheep uh, continue their way toward uh, the valley of the decadence. Um, could make me make me a, a, a wise roll to sort of uh, and you can you can make it at a plus zero because you succeeded at the one before. My, my wise is already plus zero. <laughs> All right. Well, we're not making it any harder. Yeah, fair enough. All right, let's see what we get. And then we'll I get switch one. over to Eric. One. I get one. Okay. Um, so you you get the sense uh, talking to him uh, that he's he's sort of he's sort of running almost on autopilot. Um, when you when you tried to when you tried to see doubt into his motives, um, he he responded, uh, but he didn't really change his tactic at all. It didn't it didn't affect him. Uh, he he continued on. Um, so you kind of put it together. Um, he was he was out in the wilderness trying to grow his power as much as he possibly could. In order to put down the usurpers, that's that's you. Uh, you think that he might have pushed himself too far in his quest for power. Mm. So ah. you're, not sh- you're not sure you're dealing with a reasonable being anymore, or if he is just like a blind force of nature that is going to uh, carry out his last conscious thought. Um regardless of, of what the cost or, or what he has to do or who he has to hurt. Hmm. Um, so I'll leave you with that. Um, so, Eric. Yes. Um, you spread your wings and, and fly out, uh, skirting the edges of the you know terrible cloud that descends to talk to uh, uh, Zunquib Slay. Um, and you see, in its wake, trailing behind it, um and there are uh, a couple of things um it's it's uh, not nothing quite so neat as a phalanx uh but there are uh rank and file um pigs and cows and sheep and even a few horses um carrying butcher knives and cleavers um, walking, walking upright on two legs, uh, very obviously with certain cuts of meat harvested from their from their carcasses, um, and you can see behind that uh, are the ranks of the diseased dead. So this thing is 
leading almost kind of like uh, a plague army of of upright butchered animals and uh, disease zombies in its wake. Hmm. And those you can hit. Oh yeah. So uh, so how far away am I at this point? Or um, we we said you were flying, so right. um, you could be as high as you want to be. So okay, a couple of hundred feet, or right. or you know, forty or fifty feet, however high you want to be. Okay. All right. So the best way to make these fuckers redead is I think to I'm going to land on the ground. Uh, undo one of the ch- one of the chains on uh, my arms, and then just get and like try to swing it at a level so I knock all of as, as many of them down at once as I can. All right, just smack all of them to the, the fucking next town. All right, um, so that would be I guess mighty. Okay. And they are going to roll against you, but they are bad at being fast because they are undead. Right. Okay. Now I'm going to find my fudge dice. (laughs) Minus two from that, so overall I'm even. All right. Um, Well, uh, they rolled a minus three to get out of the way. Okay. Um, so you get a three shift hit on them. Um, what are you? What are you? Um, how are you attacking them again? I'm sorry. So I'm undoing one of my chains okay. and like using using it as a giant whip to knock them all over into each other. Yeah. All right. Um, you cut through a huge swath of the animals. Uh, that are following behind this thing. Uh, they topple into each other. Uh, the the chain wraps around one of them and uh, squeezes it in half. Uh, it's a pig, and it, it makes a, a horrible undead squeal as it splits in its top section and falls to the floor. Um, there are only a few of the animals left, uh, but they are bearing down on you. Um, so they are they are going to uh, they're coming in to surround you with their butcher's knives and cleavers, and they are going to start cutting you. Okay. So the, basically, the way fate works is uh, you it, it's it's very cinematic combat. So you get an attack and a defense, uh, and they get an attack and a defense. Uh, so you attack, they defend it, and now they attack, and right. you can you can narrate your defense if you like. Okay, um, so and they're closing in on me. So, holding out one of my other uh, chain gauntlet arm, I start flapping my wings to try to get some distance. All right. Uh, so let's see if they get you, and you can roll. I guess that would be swift. Okay. Uh, plus one and plus two to swift, so I'm at plus three. Okay, and they are at plus two. Um, I am going to spend one of my scene fate points um, no. <laughs> to invoke. Uh, I get I get one for each of you uh, okay. to invoke their sharpened cleavers, and that brings them up to plus four. Oh, okay. Um, so that means they get a one shift hit on you. Um. 
So in the bottom on the stress track of your of your sheet, mm-hmm. unless you want to spend fate points and invoke your own aspects, uh, you mark off the the box that says one. Okay, and how does that work? So it's like one, two, three. Then I go moderate, or okay. So the way the way that damage works in fate is um, you have a stress track of three boxes. Uh, the first box can take one hit. The second box can take two hits. The third box can take three hits. Uh, but you have to do them all at once. So like, if you have a one hit, but your one box and two box are full, you have to take it on the three box. Okay. Um, at any time you can take a consequence to mitigate that damage. Um, so what that does is, if you notice, uh, mild is two, moderate is right. four, and severe is six. So you can cut down that damage uh, by taking a consequence instead, instead. And what that is, is that's an aspect on your sheet that, that, that I can then invoke, uh, like I did with the fear of the, of the miasma cloud. Okay. So I think I'm going to see some. Ah, hold on, let's see. Where does it say I'm a fate point? All right. So um, I'm going to. So I'm going to. Can I spend a fate point to succeed in that? Or uh, yeah, if you if you invoke one of your aspects, you can bump your roll by plus two as well. Okay. Um, so let's see. I think I'm going to uh, spend a point to invoke. My my two fists, uh, actually my main weapon, arms are wrapped in chains aspect, and then use that to block their incoming cleavers and then give with a big back fist, knock a bunch of them away. Okay. Uh, so you create like a little perimeter of swinging chain, uh, a zone yeah. that they can't access right. uh, with their, with their cleavers uh, and you escape damage. So uh, what, what, uh, ascendant approach does is your aspect tied to your chains um mighty okay so since you spent that fate point uh your your intention token on the bottom mm-hmm. it moves one step closer to mighty on that track okay and so what that means is as as a god the more you reinforce your own nature the more powerful you get okay so since you're using that you know chain weapon uh, you're reinforcing your own um, your own nature by by being a badass god of of chain whoop ass. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, so now you're up. Uh, you're you're sort of swinging the chain around you. You've got a circle of these animals bleeding and lowing and and squealing at you, uh, and and slashing at you with their with their knives and. Uh, and cleavers, but they can't quite get to you. So what do you do? Okay. Um, all right. I'm going to leap up, get some air, and then just come down and punch the ground, creating a shockwave. All right. I would definitely call that mighty. Okay. And they are going to try to get out of the way of the shockwave. And they do not, probably. Okay. Okay, I'm at zero, so uh, roll zero plus two. I'm at plus two. Okay, um, they are at uh, they are at zero, um, and that takes out the rest of the mob. 
Um, so you are through the the animals. Uh, now the undead are shambling toward you. Uh, these are these are people um, in in various states of decay. Um, they are they are carrying um, what appear to be uh, marble chunks of uh, gravestones. Um, with with a preternatural strength um and they are coming in at you uh as if they're going to club you with them okay um so pretty much you know you went uh now it's the bad guy's turn uh so you got basically one more mob of these mooks to go through Okay. Uh, so they're they're coming in, um, and they're they're blocking the chains with the uh, with the pieces of grave that they have uh, carried along with them, and they're gonna whack you. Uh, okay. So w- what do you do in in response? All right. Um, so like, are they still surrounding me, or? Um, they're they're stepping over the uh, fallen and broken corpses of the of the pigs and sheep and cows and horses, and coming in. Uh, as a god, you can pretty much fight a whole army. So this is like a horde of these things. Okay. No, I mean, like, are they? So I'm just trying to because what I was thinking of doing was it's kind of bump, you know, like putting my two fists together and just creating an iron wall blocking myself so that if they hit me, it'll hit the chains instead. Yeah, that's, that's perfectly fine. Okay. Um, I would call that mighty. Okay. All right. And okay. Again, plus two. Gotta look for the dives roller and Ooh, okay. Uh, I am at plus two for that, so overall I'm at plus four. Okay. Um, so you can feel the uh, you you hold your fists up in front of you, uh, and you you parry their blows easily. Uh, they glance harmlessly off you, um, but you are still surrounded by a bunch of angry-looking corpses with uh, with marble um, clubs, pretty much. Uh, so, what's your next move? Okay. Um, all right. My next move is since I, um, all right, I'm going to get them all. So they're surrounding me. I'm going to get them all in one place. I am going to, uh, use one of my stunts. Okay. Uh, wrecking ball. Once per scene, my character can shake off his chains, forming a giant wrecking ball, granting him the ability to rewrite a scene aspect. So I fly up in the air, shake off my chains, tying the knot into a large wrecking ball on a chain, and swing down in the ground, trying to form a crater that they all fall into. Okay. Um, so go ahead. Uh, since since that's one of your stunts, uh, you you slam the uh, you slam the wrecking ball formed by your chains into the ground. Uh, and there is now an aspect on the scene, Crater, with one free invoke for you. Okay, and what does that mean? Um, so if you use that Crater to your advantage somehow in the game, you get plus two to your roll. Okay. All right, uh, so now it's now it's their go. Um, they are going to, I mean, they, they can do that too, but for them it costs a fate point and I only have, I only have two to spend in a scene because you guys are two players. Right. 
Um, so so uh, they are going to you know shake off their uh, disorientation from being uh, thrown violently backwards. Uh, you see uh, the the butchered animal corpses are now like half buried in this enormous crater that you've gouged into the hillside. Um, I, and and seeing as you are a god, I will let you describe how large is the crater. Is it just like uh, a small pit, or did you like blast the hill away? Uh, not quite blast the hill away. It is roughly the size of um. Uh, put it straight. Let's say it's about the size of a small city block. Okay. So it was a it was a big boom. Yeah. Um, I will, I will say, um, uh, Zunquib Slay, uh, after, after the cloud passes, passes over you, uh, you hear an enormous, you know, boom, shake the earth, uh, and you can see in the distance, uh, a, a dust cloud emerging for, from where there used to be part of a hill. Uh, and you see animal parts and corpses flying in all directions. So if you want, you can get in on this. I just sort of stare at it for a while, and I'm like, what have you gotten into? And then I turn into a flowing stream of water, and I'm immediately at the place. Yeah. All right. Um, So I'm going to let them go, and then you guys can have a go. Okay. Uh, so, Raymond, as in not Raymond, sorry, Eric, is uh, Kindunos flying at this point, or is he? Just... Uh, yeah, he he flew up in the air and he swung down at the ground, so he can get the you know. Um, the the undead uh, seem to be seem to be building some kind of a uh, some kind of a staircase, a makeshift staircase, uh, in. Uh, preternatural synchronization to try to get to you, um, and they are they are leaping from it and swinging at you with their gravestones. Um, so, what do you do in response? Okay, um, I try to fly around. Uh, I'm going to. Well, I have to be on the def- something defensive, right? So, yeah. I'm going to try to fly back so that when I get my attack, or I'm just going to like flap out of their way. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so I guess that'd be swift. That would be that would be swift. Okay. Um, I'm going to spend the other fate point. Uh, so I'm out of fate points now, right. uh, and they are at plus three. All right, I got plus. So I'm a plus two overall. Okay. Um, so you can either uh, spend another fate point and invoke an aspect uh, to get a bonus or or to get a reroll. Um, or you could take another one shift hit, which would go over to your two box. Mm. Um, before you, before you decide, um, the way that stress works is once you fill up on your stress, if you, you know, uh, if you're, if you're supposed to take stress and you can't take any more, you get taken out of the scene. And basically what that means is, um, your your enemy gets to say what happens to you. So if they're going, if they're trying to kill you, then you get killed. If they're trying to knock you unconscious, you get unconscious. Okay. You get knocked unconscious. Um, Except how, it's fate, and we're gods, so like right. they're not so really going to kill us. They're going to like yes. 
turn us into quote, stone or something. Right. If you quote unquote die, you know, I'm I'm sure that uh, to the to the god of to the god of the wings of war being defeated on the battlefield is akin to death, and you would you know. Right. Okay. Become a recluse or or whatever, and refuse to speak to anybody in in shame, or however you wanted to play that. Um, the other thing you could do is concede the conflict, in which case you get a fate point, and um, you also get to say what happens to your character, as opposed to me getting to say what happens. And if you if you win a conflict, you know which you're, you guys are probably going to finish this up in another round or two. Okay. Stress all resets at the end of the scene. Okay. So I think, so then in that case, I mean, and, you know, we're probably going to come up against something big later. So I think I'll take, so if it's only two stress, then, yeah, I'll take the two shift hits. Okay. Uh, so these these skeletons, by by virtue of building... Uh, a stairway into the sky and leaping at you and swinging wildly uh, have managed to, you know, sort of knock you off kilter. Mm. Um, so uh, Raymond Zudenquib Slay arrives on the scene and, and this is what he sees. Uh, a bunch of undead leaping in the air at uh, Kindunos. Hmm. I am going to use my flowing waters of time aspect. Uh, which is bound to my swift, um, approach. Uh, and I am going to, uh, move quickly, uh, between these figures. Uh, they're all in the air, did you say? Um, they are, they are sort of, uh, forming, like they, they're forming yeah, they're building a like a human pyramid, and right. then a bunch of them are leaping off of it, swinging giant marble gravestones at me. They, okay. they have formed, they have formed a, like a, like a batting line, and they are leaping and taking shots at, at, uh, Kindunos. Okay, I'm gonna, uh, use my flowing waters of time to swiftly move up this staircase, uh, and then jump from one of them to the other through the air, uh, hoping to distract them with my, uh, presence. Alright. Um, so they are going to roll to resist that. And I would say that they're pretty distractible. Alright. Um, so they are at plus zero. I would call that a bold move. Alright, well then I got one. Alright, um... You uh you you beat their plus zero. Um so I will I will let you decide what effect that takes. Uh you could you could deal that as a as a hit uh to their to their stress. Uh they're just a mob of mooks, so they don't have any consequence boxes to speak of. Um or you could give you could give it to Eric as a bonus because they are too busy worried about you. Um to attack the, him this the, round. The second one. They are they are distracted by me, so he gets a bonus. Alright. Uh so you you hear um they they are they are not moaning zombies, they are clacking zombies. Uh uh so you hear the uh the chitter of teeth and the clanking of, of dry bones uh as they as they fall, the pyramid collapses partially as you're bouncing between them. Um, and they have turned their attention to you for the round. Uh, so, Eric, what do you do? 
Okay. Are they in the crater? Uh, yeah. Then let's make that. So, so are there any outside of the crater? Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm say. You know what? They're. They're right on the cl- on the crater's lip. Uh, you're sort of hovering above it, and uh, they built the built the human pyramid staircase sort of thing up over the edge of the crater, the rim of it, uh, and they are you know leaping at you and falling into the crater. So there's a fair uh, there's a fair amount in the crater. There's the human pyramid on the edge, and then there are the ones like lining up to take a running leap at you. Okay. So I'm going to fly down at the foot of the human the, the zombie pyramid to knock so that they fall down that they all fall down into the crater and then curb stomp the crater. Okay, so you're going to try to like bury them all. Yeah. All right. Uh so the the you get a free invoke of that crater aspect that you created which gives you a plus 2. Okay. Um and I would call that a mighty move. All right. Okay. And then he has the bonus for me, I assume. Uh, yeah, you get a, a plus one because you got a, you got one shift on them. You also get a plus one from uh, Raymond. Okay, so that is so with the mighty move. All right, so I'm a plus four for all. And yeah, so a plus two for my roll. So overall, I'm at plus six. Damn. All right. Uh, yeah. In that case, uh, you managed to do exactly that. Uh, you topple the human pyramid into the crater, uh, and then using your wrecking ball chain hands, uh, you slam the ground again, and the crater collapses into itself, uh, burying the uh, the dead and the uh, the animal corpses, um, and pretty much. Uh, ending the threat. Um, so you guys are you guys are out of combat now, and you can see the uh, the cloud of miasma that is uh, Axim Wan uh, disappearing uh, over the horizon. So I know how your old friend is going to try and break into the prison. Oh, really? How is mm. that? Well, I'm not sure I should tell you. I had to come here and save you from these walking corpses. Thank you, Zinquib, for helping me during that battle. Oh, it was my pleasure. Mm. Apparently there's a magical stone flute that uh, if he plays the right tune on it, it will open the prison. Hmm. A stone flute. Yeah, he thinks it's hidden in the hills. Hills. As my brother mentioned something of such artifacts. However, in our scuffle, it might have dislocated them. Or, I mean, he did keep secrets from me very frequently. So. Hmm. It is a puzzle. So you guys, if you want to, you could try to uh, go after the artifact first. Um, you you do have an ally in uh, Matt's unnamed character who has a temple of knowledge nearby. You can you can visit him for help. Um, 
you could uh, try to uh, reinforce the uh, the the prison in the Valley of the Decadence. It's it's up to you. What, how do you guys want to handle this? I don't really have any skills for enforcing prisons. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're, it, you're not allowed to magically break prisons, but, uh, yeah, that would... It's, yeah, I mean, reinforcing them. You're like, I'm super helping the prison. So that's like, so you, you fix one prison, you get to break out of another. That's how, that's how like, diets and shit work. <laughs> yeah, is that how it works? I can, I yeah, can then like break out of a prison. Yeah, like you go to gym once and then you get to eat a cake. That's how it works. Um, right, so... it's, it's, like the, uh, it's like the Weight Watchers of, of being a divine being. Yeah. You 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 only have to you can say you you are not going to break out of any more prisons a billion times. It's just the one time that you do it. Mm. You actually stick by your guns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. So I think we should look for the hills to see if the flute is still there. All right. Um. Right, I'm going guys... to, so I say, yeah, I agree with going to the hills, but I'm going to, as we go, I'm going to sing a song uh, that drifts on the wind towards the temple uh, of knowledge, uh, so that uh, my uh, brother slash comrade in arms uh, knows uh, what we're doing so that hopefully uh, he will be able to uncover some knowledge for us when next we meet. All right. Um, and I, I'm not even going to have you roll for that. It'll it'll go off that way. When he does show up, he can become involved in the plot. I do have a song uh, aspect. All right. Uh, it, I will. I will leave it up to you then. If you want, if you want the extra intention, I will let you roll for it, and you can. No, I just, I just. That's my justification. Like that's why I did it through song, because um, I have an aspect tied to music. Hmm. All right. Cool. Um, let's just see. Oh shit! I'm sorry. I just looked at the. I just looked at the time. Um, would you guys mind if we called session in like the next 10 minutes or so? I mean, that's yeah, that fine. should be fine. Um, yeah, that's, yeah. Like, that's what I was expecting actually. That's yeah. Probably... I was expect that's an all right place to end. If you just want to end it there. Yeah. yeah. Why, why don't we do that? Uh, so you guys are going to set off and try to find the, uh, the stone flute before, uh, Axim Wan can. Yes. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, so we will, we will pick it up there next time. Okay. Um, I I forget how um, minor milestones work in Gods and Monsters, but you guys can take one of those. Uh, I guess we you can work that out between sessions. Um, Where do we put milestones? I, Is there a I, spot for it? Oh, yep, milestone tier. Yeah, uh, I think that's it's something you can do. I, I think it's something you can do with your with your intention if you want to bleed it off. Uh, but none of you have really generated all that much so far, so you should yeah. be you should be good. Um, and if you found out that something didn't play the way you wanted it to, or you want to change things around, I'm fine with that. You can okay. go ahead and do that. Cool. Uh, just just let me know. 
Um, so yeah, this was uh, this was the the little uh, intro adventure that I came up with. Um, what do you guys think? Comments, suggestions for next time, reactions, anything? I liked it. It played a lot better than I thought it would because I didn't know like what we were going to do plot wise. Uh, and I'm right. like, well, we're going to be gods, so how do you make that interesting um, yeah. beyond just, you've got lots of cool powers? Yeah. Well, I, I figured, you know, since you guys uh, had the uh, had the setup of the decadent ones, uh, you know, there might be, like, yeah, there might be complications with that, uh, yeah. things that you hadn't counted on. And, you know, you've got this spot as the pantheon of the region now, but you still have to hang on to it, so. Right. Um, and then I have another character that I came up with uh, who uh, I will I will probably introduce in a subsequent session um, who wants to annihilate the world. Mm. Nice. Um, I thought of a sub-name for the Queen of the Gods just before we go okay. so you can, like, add it on so that we remember who she is. So it's... Whatever the name you gave her was, Queen of the Gods, uh, and then Mother of Luxury. Ooh, nice. Sounds so like the name of a gentleman's club. <laughs> so she's Welcome! Like... No, no, or the name of, like, a, a webcam site, like, oh yes, welcome to the mothersofluxury.com. Here you get to meet beautiful women who are just eager to talk to you. Sexy MILFs. Yep. <laughs> and and decadent affairs. Nice. Yep. yep. That's um, what you want. Right. Yeah, of course. Uh, all right, so the other thing that we're supposed to do at the end of a session is, uh, since we told a tale, uh, we, have to, we have to come up with some effect that it had on the world and then reflect it in the notes. Uh, so, like, and that's the reason why uh, the sky is blue or... Uh, okay. Yeah, I remember seeing something like that, yeah. So what, what did we do in this? Uh... I think the thing that is... Um, I think there are two things that happened. One, that water source becomes known as a bad water source. Okay. Uh, you know, that's the reason, that's the reason nobody ever, uh, goes there, uh, to feed their animals. Like, oh, it's, it's cursed. Uh, and the other one would be the crater that you created. Yes. Now, that's where, that's where craters come from. It's such and such, um, fighting against the enemies of man, or whatever. Yes. Okay, so, uh, and that is, and that is why, I, I'm thinking of phrasing that, and that is why, uh, no one drinks from the, uh, the cursed water source on the blasted hill. Yeah. Yeah. Sound good to you guys? Yeah, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. One of my brother's All children right, so is then, screaming in the background. And then, and then what that does is it creates a new subregion in the Hills of Serenity, which is the blasted hill, the site where you guys had this battle. Nice, and nice, you guys cool. can you guys can go back there, or you can claim it as your own as your own right. station if you want to. Yeah, no, I liked. I mean, I'm 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 new to the world of you know tabletop gaming, and you know this is a lot more loose yeah. than I'm used to. Whereas Dungeons and Dragons, you know, like everything is slotted in. Eclipse Fate again, you know that one game right. we played. You have you have a list of, of abilities, and you can't do anything. Right here, it's 
I mean, I guess it's more on me, you know, just trying to get like my feet wet with all this character building and stuff. So yeah, well, Fate Fate Accelerated is supposed to play very cinematic, and it's supposed to be basically, you know, just like a, a bare bones framework that you can use to sort of, you know, adjudicate conflicts and you know say how much uh, you know how much buy in everybody has in the story by tracking fate points and that kind of thing. Okay, uh, and then there are these these other mechanics for intent and godly power that they came up with for this module so right uh but yeah um, it's pretty good having, i think i'm gonna really enjoy it yeah i'm having fun with it so far uh i i haven't i i i i kind of had the idea um to start you guys off with you know a little a little uh world building scene and then introduce uh, Brandon's character coming in with the uh, with the with the plot, uh, and that's about that's about all I had. And I thought it went really well. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for playing. Uh, hopefully, we'll see. Thank you, again. you for hosting us. Indeed. We'll um, I guess I'll do my little sign-off thing. Um, yeah. Go ahead. 